Oh, yes. Yes. Hey guys, welcome to Podcast versus Play episode 37. I'm Cal, and I'm joined by a man who's learning the hokey cokey. Not all of it, but he's got the ins and outs. It's Dan. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well done. That is comedy gold. That's a good one. How are you, Squire? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm alright. I'm alright. How would you like some juicy news? I'll have some bloody news. Let's do it. Yeah, it's not juicy, but Assassin's Creed Unit is out now. Yay! And it's a great big broken mess. Boo! Yeah. Uh, Assassin's Creed Unity on all three platforms, the Babe Station 4, the Weetabix 1, and the PPC, all (laughs) suffer incredible amounts of bugs and glitches. A blog post on the official Assassin's Creed blog says that a patch is incoming, though no time frame is given, and that will address some of the more common problems plaguing the new release. Quote, We are currently working on our next update that will help us address some of the specific issues some players are having, including Arno falling through the ground, <laughs> game crashing when joining a co-op session, Arno getting caught inside of hay carts, delay in reaching the main menu screen at the game start, in addition, we are already looking into many of the other issues you've told us about, and we have more updates planned. This list doesn't capture everything, but here are the most widely reported problems we've heard from you. Frame rate issues, graphical and collision issues, matchmaking co-op issues, and Helix credits issues. That's quite, considering that's not all of them, that's quite a lot. <laughs> well, it just begs the question, did anyone actually try it before they sold it? Well, um, on top of all that, Ubisoft wouldn't allow any Assassin's Creed review embargoes until 12 hours after the release. So basically, um, everyone who got a review copy wasn't allowed to post their review until half a day after it was out. Which, that's a bit odd. Well, most have speculated that's down to it being a big horrible shit turd. Well, if um, it sounds like with the amount... I mean, it's not just like, oh, someone's got themselves stuck in a wall by going somewhere where we didn't exactly plan for them to go. This mm. is... You can't even start it. That sounds like it has been rushed out the door without yeah. final testing. It's it's very very odd. Yeah. Um, to, I mean, like just on the review side, um, embargoes usually go at least a week, well, a week or two before release, so that gives people the chance to read around, check out various different reviews, see if it's something they might like to buy, um, or in this case, whether it worked at all. <laughs> Yeah. So that's pretty shocking. Um, and that is on top of all the other issues Ubisoft's had this year. Um, just not to go through the whole list um, in, in depth, because most you know about all these already. But obviously Watch Dogs had a lot of hype. And I really enjoyed it, and I know you really enjoyed it. But yeah. it was nowhere near as good as, as it was meant to be. Yeah, the promise was it, it wasn't fulfilled, unfortunately. Yeah. So, and then obviously had uh, what you found out with the um, like the hidden E3 graphics. Yeah, that was. Um, it, it wasn't super hard to actually sort out, but the fact that it wasn't made incredibly obvious when you played it, that there was a different graphic settings for PCs, which would take it to the level that um, was shown at E3. Mm. It's kind of a bit of a pisser because obviously I got through the majority of the game before I even found that out. But it, it sort it sorted a lot of the issues out, and there were quite a few patches after release, you know, after the first couple of weeks or so, um, sort, sorting, out, um, sorting out frame rate issues, there was quite a lot of stuttering. I thought it was my graphics card not being able to handle it, but yeah. that, it turns out it wasn't that at all, that was everyone who was having that. 
Um, so, I mean, they're, they're quite good for sorting these messes out, but the fact is that they, if they know that they're capable of it, they should really put that bit of extra effort in just to make sure that when people are paying 45, 50, 60 pounds for a game, that it's at, it's at its best yeah. on release. Yeah. Otherwise, you, you are going to instill a lot of you wouldn't release a book that was half finished. Yeah, we, you know, with typos and stuff like that, you'd make sure that it was the best quality it could possibly be by the time it goes out. And that's what you'd expect from companies that are charging this much for content. I mean, fair enough, like I say, it is sorted out fairly quickly. But I, I can only imagine it's the, the developers or someone is kicking them saying, get it out now, get it out now. And they're saying, look, we've got issues yeah. to sort out. There's, there's still bugs in it. And they go, doesn't matter. We'll fix it afterwards. Just, just send it out. Yeah, get it and sold. Yeah, it, it, it's not the best way to do it because people are just going to go, well, fuck it, I won't get the next one because this one didn't even work, it was broken. So Battlefield wasn't this broken. <laughs> well, no. I mean, Battlefield is still quite broken to this day. But, I don't know, it's it, it gets to the point and I think that's it. I mean, I think people have just become sort of used to it. So it's quite lax now and people just go, ah, well... If a game comes out, don't expect it to work on day one. It should. That's yeah. the point. That's the point. They've got four years of it's development. It's not an alpha. <laughs> no, not at all. You know, and if it's if it is a beta and it's broken and people are falling for the four, then you know what? Fair enough. You can have a bit of a moan about it, but it's something they'll work on. Yeah, that's why they do alphas and betas because they can they can find all these bugs that because they might. In all fairness, it's very unlikely with with Assassin's Creed Unity because it's. It's not a specific thing, it's a lot of specific things. Um, but with some bugs and games, it might be something that it might not happen to the developer. Yeah. Or, the, or in this case, the, the game testers. Um, but that's why a lot of companies do alphas and betas, because then they have a lot more people testing it, and they can get in touch and say, I've just fucking fell through the floor on this particular level, and it keeps happening every time I go to it. Yeah. And yeah. they'll go, okay, fair enough, we'll do that. We'll get it sorted, but like you say, with this, they've just rushed it out the door. Um, and then at uh, E3, uh, Ubisoft stumbled over questions about why um, Assassin's Creed Unity didn't feature female characters, um, and they said it was too much work to animate. Why? That's because that's what they're like. <laughs> Well, that doesn't make any sense, though. I mean, you need to change the character models slightly, the face, the bosom, obviously. Well, but, a modder you know, did the... it for them. They put... Um, I can't... I could be very wrong about this, but it's, it's basically the gist of it. They took, like, um, Assassin's Creed, Black Flag or whatever, and they modded it and put in a female protagonist, and they did it in, like, a day. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the, the run animation may be slightly different. Obviously, their size will be slightly smaller, which means you've got to change the animation for reaching for objects or using things or other characters interacting with them if they're of a, a smaller size, say. But I'd, I'd understand if they if they came out and said, look, you know, it, it's supposed to be period, it's supposed to be historical, historically accurate, therefore there wouldn't be females chosen for this specific role or, you know, they wouldn't be allowed to be trained or they wouldn't have any kind of status of their own, blah, 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 blah. But was, was there female assassins in Brotherhood? No. Where you had your teeth. Uh, well, actually, yes, yeah, sorry. Um, not that you could play, but there were NPCs, and obviously yeah. there's quite strong NPCs that they had throughout the whole so, um, Assassin's Creed. So couldn't they have used, like, the um, like the 3D models for them? Well, I guess so. I mean, I, other than the fact they're saying it's too hard to animate, I, I can think of ten different reasons off the top of my head as to why they'd say, well, this is why we haven't put women into this one. 
But as far as I'm concerned, that's not a good enough excuse. No. It's either laziness or they just they want to think that it's a male-driven franchise and it's for it's men. Not. Well, no, 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 of course it's not. It's, it's interesting, whoever you are. Yeah. So I, I think it is either laziness or ignorance. Probably both. Probably, and well, considering the state that this has actually been released in, that's probably justifiable. Not, yeah, to be fair. Um, if they'd have rushed to put female models in, I don't even want to think what it could have turned out as. Well, yeah. Um, but on top of all that, uh, Ubisoft pulled every single Ubisoft game from Steam this week, and then everyone kicked off and they put them all straight back on again. <laughs> Another stupid choice. So that was very ridiculous. Steam's like the largest... Um, PC-driven like distribution for for well, where you get games, most people get them for PC via Steam. Yeah. End of story. A lot of people may use UPlay, they may use Origin, and uh, even Green Man Gaming. But even Green Man Gaming comes down to using Steam. Well, yeah, I mean they may provide they cut out the middleman of any kind of um, content, you know, actual physical content. Yeah. So they still provide the codes and stuff, which means that they probably got less overheads than say Steam has. Mm. But at the end of the day, when it comes to you, you need the launcher, you need someone to actually, um, you know, have it through. Yeah. And that will always come down to Steam. Exactly. So, so don't piss them off. <laughs> um, so all in all, really, congratulations, Ubisoft. You're the new EA. Yeah, congratulations. You're the Fan. idiot of the week. Fucking fantastic. Um, moving on, though. Something of interest for you, Dan. Oh, go on. Uh, Swedish developer Avalanche Studios have announced this week... Through a game informer cover reveal that dun, 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 Just Cause 3 is in development. Holy Christ! It's out uh, coming out to the Weetabix 1, the Babe Station 4, and the PPC in 2015. Oh, fantastic! Uh, Love it, Just Cause. So uh, it takes place several years after 2010's Just Cause 2. Uh, Rico is still the main character, but he has significantly aged since we last saw him. Ooh, so big boss kind of Rico. Yeah, possibly, yeah. Well, as long as you've got the grapple gun and 50 billion weapons, I don't care. I it's going to be amazing. So. Um, well, there is actually a new grapple gun that, that can apparently hook onto almost any object, as well as a new wingsuit to propel him to incredible heights whilst falling from the sky. Well, that's, that's quite good. That's a sort of a Batman-esque kind of way. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't understand. The grapple gun you could use on anything anyway. You could, like hook up the road to a car or when someone's driving past you link up a statue to them and they go flying off I mean the physics on it are brilliant there might be uh, new things into the mix then maybe so I mean one thing that they do need to sort out are some of the sort of graphical cheats that they've got um, say for example if you're running through the forest or if you're above the forest um, you're looking at the, the tree canopy if you turn the trees actually turn with you so instead of them being individually animated, it's sort of like a group animation thing. Yeah. So it, they'll they'll be animated from your viewpoint, which is not really noticeable on the grand scheme of things. And it is just sort of like a, a quick shortcut to getting it finished, I suppose. But I'm hoping that that sort of thing, that they'll go, no, we've got the physics down, everything works. Um, the AI is actually pretty good. They they keep cover, but they'll rush you when they, you know, when you're taking a beating. Yeah. So all in all, I mean, work on the story a bit. It's not particularly strong, but all in all, it's a fun game. So all they need to do is sort out those graphical problems, and hell yeah, I'll buy it. I think I think it could be really good. Yeah, definitely. Um, apparently, like Game Informer did get to play it, um, and they said um, it's all been retooled and it feels a lot tighter. Controls are a lot better. Um, 
the racing segments have benefited from the contributions of the former burnout developers. Um, so, obviously, car handling and whatnot should be really, really good. Now, see, I've, I'm not sure if I've actually said this on a podcast or not, but of all racing games, the only one I can, I would go out of my way to buy is Burnout. Yeah. Anything from the Burnout franchise is generally excellent. So the, there's no hit or misses, there's no boringness with it. It's just all balls in, hilarious driving, crashing, smashing yeah. fun. Love it. So if they've been involved with it, excellent. I'm I'm pre- that. Saying that though, I'm pretty sure um, the people who. Um, some of the people who made Burnout helped make Sleeping Dogs. Yeah. So, <laughs> not a massive high hopes for that part, but... <laughs> well, yeah, maybe not. It could, I don't know, it could be really good. Um, but yeah, that launches in 2015 uh, for all three, uh, well, both next-gen platforms and PC. Um, it was suggested that it would be free to play. Fuck knows why. Um, you can't have a subscription service of something like Just Cause unless it's a massive multiplayer online. Uh, well, it's not anyway. Avalanche, well, of course, it's not. Avalanche have clarified that is it isn't, and it will. I mean, the, the multiplayer thing that they did on Just Cause Two was fun, but there's no way in hell it would be able to be stable enough to have a good game out of it. Well, it says that there's no microtransaction at all. Well, so good, good. That's that's at least one good bit of news. Yeah, uh, but I, I'm. I'm Happily looking forward to it, I must say. Definitely, yeah. Um, the wingsuit should be really fun. It looks really fun in Far Cry 4 as well. Well, I mean, it was the the only point of it really in Far Cry 3 was just to get from a high place to a low place mm. without killing yourself. Um, so if they actually turn it into a kind of Batman gliding system... Oh, I imagine you'd be able to propel yourself with the grapple and then switch to the wingsuit once you've got, well, you got altitude. To be fair, though, you could do that with the parachute anyway. Yeah, but a wingsuit looks fucking shitloads more cooler than a parachute. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure it'd be a lot easier to navigate and yeah. it'd be a lot tighter and stuff like that as well. So, yeah, definitely, if they really want to switch cool. out the parachute for a, a, a wingsuit, I'm up for that. Um, release news. Obviously, we have Far Cry 4 out this month and Brilliant. Super Smash Bros. Wii U, which I shall be purchasing both. Definitely. Um, I was I was um and ahhing because I like Far Cry, but... It's never been a day one purchase for me, but there's nothing else out this year. <laughs> well, to be fair, I, I I do agree with you on that. Like, I, I liked you know sort of like Predator Instinct and Far Cry Two and stuff like that, but I, I never got into. I don't think I got into it enough to go out and go, oh my god, Far Cry Three. Yeah. But when it popped up again on a Steam sale, I thought, yeah, you know, this looks pretty good, and I've heard really good things about it. Blah blah blah. Netflix is like eighty some out of hundred. So, got it, and then it's just fucking amazing. It's just so good, and I just can't get enough of it. Um, so, for Far Cry 4, I think I will... I don't, again, I don't know if I can actually afford or justify day one, but certainly within a couple of months. Mine's maybe... Well, I say maybe. Mine is because it's Christmas. <laughs> well, so, true. I've got... Um, I'm going to get... Uh, Far Cry 4 and Super Smash Bros. Wii U. Super Smash Bros. Wii U is at the top of my list, but it's only massively fun when you're playing with other people. Definitely. So, on, like when I'm on my own, I, I probably will get bored of it. That's why I want something else. So, Far Cry I'll do for that. Yeah. Um, well, next year as well should also see uh, Mortal Kombat 10 mm. 
um, which Again, I'm just not a day one purchase for me. I don't know that one. See, I'm on the edge of because it looks like they've just gone all out for it, and they've just gone right. We're going to make it's not just going to be a slightly better version than the last one. We're going to go and we're going to have fully interactive environments. It's not going to be fucking injustice for a start. It's just going to be the Mortal Kombat that we need for next generation, this generation. Oh god, I can't wait. It's not the Mortal Kombat we deserve, but it's the one we need. <laughs> exactly. Um, what else out next year? The Order eighteen eighty six will be out next year. Finally. Uh, slightly pessimistic about it. I think. I it's... thought you 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 were, you couldn't wait for this. I can't wait, but there's a lot of things that I couldn't wait for and turn out wank. True. Um, I think it's going to be. Six, uh, Siege is also going to be out. Again, not day one. Oof, I don't know. At a Tom Clancy, day one's going to be the division. Yeah, see, division looks fun, and it's it looks like it could have more of a story. But Siege is going to be the multiplayer that I want for an FPS. Not the one you deserve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't deserve. A lot, of ba- lot of Batman references today. <laughs> Batman's cool. He's very cool. Um, there's also a Batman. Um, Arkham Knight leather jacket that me and Dan have been jizzing over <laughs> that does look really awesome it does it's like 70 quid and it's 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 a, an official piece of merchandise as well it's not someone that just someone slapped a Batman logo on and it looks fucking awesome mm. although as much as I want it I do feel that I wouldn't actually wear it I'd have it in a glass cabinet exactly in a basement with a yeah. Batmobile <laughs> <laughs> No, I'd wear it. I, mean, I, I wear a leather jacket. I'm f- oh, no, so do I. I'm but it's, it's just that, that I'd get people stopping me. And that's happened. I can just walk around in a Batman t-shirt and I've had people stop me in the street. Okay, are you got, Batman? <laughs> Batman. Oh, Joker. Uh. It's just like, sorry, what are you doing? I'll be but one, I don't look anything like anyone who could play a Batman ever. So I don't understand why you've stopped me it's like, and yourself. It's like if Bernie from Sesame Street was going to be Batman... <laughs> It doesn't make it. Yeah, I, I don't get it. I think they just see the logo and just go, I know who that is. Good for you. Nice one. Yeah. I've never had that. I've got I've got quite a few Batman t-shirts, and one of them is like the Batman like, armour suit. Yeah. It's not the armour, but like it's like the suit. It looks like I've got abs and shit. <laughs> um, and I've got like Iron Man one and uh, Superman. I've got shitloads of superheroes t-shirts. And I never get stopped by anyone. I had someone stop me when I was... Uh, to be fair, I was on the Isle of Wight. So, you know, people just... They probably did think you were Batman. <laughs> well, I don't know. The, the, the unusual things just happened there. Like, I was going to... Um, I think I was just walking home from work one night. And all of a sudden, just a horse was just running down the middle of the road. In a Batman No rider on it. No, it was just, <laughs> just a horse on its own. And it was being followed by a police car. And I was just like, what the fuck's going on here? Crim- so it's, criminals it's a, have... Weird. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, I, I was thinking maybe it was like um, APB. We got our horse. He's just run the liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no. When I was on the other one, like they're just used to strange, strange things happening there anyway. But I was um, having lunch um, in like a pub somewhere, and I was getting up to leave, and I was wearing this T-shirt, and it said, um, "This is my uh, zombie killing T-shirt," and it's like blood, like bloody fingerprints all over it and stuff. And some woman, like on the table next to me. She uh, she said, "Excuse me, um, I've got a friend who who loves sort of zombies and you know all that sort of stuff. Can I take a picture of you?" <laughs> and I was like, 
for, for your t-shirt or do you, did she think you was a zombie no no just for the t-shirt like I'm pretty sure she cut my head off it so she just took a picture of my t-shirt and I was like that's, well, that's awesome. really quite strange you're, you're like the Isle of Wight celebrity anyone from the mainland is basically fucking they should be mocked in awe it's just like oh god you've come from what England it's like shut up I can see England from here <laughs> what's that what's that in your hand that you've just used to pay <laughs> it's, a it's, a, it's a credit card oh my what god what is this witchcraft <laughs> burn him we, burn him <laughs> we deal in acorns and leaves here <laughs> that's amazing it's not a photo of your t-shirt it, it, it wasn't even like you know like Dawn of the Dead or Shaun of the Dead or something like that something I could say oh I love Shaun of the Dead it's one of my favourite films can I have a picture it was just no they just like zombies and that says zombies on it I used to get people that stroked my beard. Why do people think this is acceptable? I know, it was quite weird. Well, like, you know, people do a bald and say, oh, can I touch your head? <laughs> yeah, can well, I touch your tits? Yeah, but that, get out. That's, that's like, yeah, that's like saying, like, um, I've just had, I've just been circumcised, can I touch your foreskin? <laughs> <laughs> or lack thereof. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Uh, anyway, what's coming up on the channel, Dan? Uh, we've started another new series. We're full of uh, new ideas this month. It's all going well. Um, it, this is going to be PvP, Can You Believe It or Not? Um, where we find some, well, Callum finds some sort of strange and maybe bizarre facts. Um, on the news, not facts. Well, they are facts, but news. Well, news would imply facts, yeah, I, I suppose. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's just sort of general news. It's, things are a bit strange, you know, kind of crazy burglaries and cat people and all that sort of stuff. Um, and then I'll be trying to figure out which is which is true, which is false. So that's that was actually quite a lot of fun. That so I'll we'll we'll do that. some more of those as well. Uh, we've also got some uh, more Minecraft, some more dinosaurs, um, and some more uh, Magicraft as well. Yes. Um, and also I've obviously been playing um, Lego Gotham, well Lego Batman Beyond Gotham, should I say? Um, so I did intend to like do what I did with Lego Marvel Superheroes and just play it from the day I got it and record it and put that up um, but I was so excited I just, just played about 8 hours of it straight away I literally had a text at like quarter to 1 in the morning it's like ah it's all preloaded <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> oh it's it's just it's really funny so I'll, I, I will be doing something about it probably not a review or anything but it, it, it is dead funny um it's not. It's not the open world that um, Gotham Two and um, Lego Marvel Superheroes was, but which it's is the one bizarre. You deserve. <laughs> well, yeah. well, it's not. That's. I deserve the, the big open world from Marvel Superheroes. That yeah. was. There's vehicles and planes and shit, and there's, there's none of that in this. Well, which is before even Lego Batman Two had open world. Yeah, yeah. You could still jump in the Batmobile and drive about, and that's. Unless, because I mean, I still haven't finished it yet, not to 100%. Um, so unless it's something that you get as you go further on. But from the from the layout of it, from the map screen and stuff, it doesn't look like that's an option, which is a bit of a pisser, but... hey, the levels still themselves got... big? Is it like massive? Yeah. Like... Exactly, yeah. I mean, it's they're, they're obviously multi-layered, multi-room. There's still huge areas to explore, especially like places like the Watchtower and things. Um, so there is plenty of stuff to do in there. There's plenty of people to talk to. It's still got the same sense of humour. It still doesn't take itself too seriously. It's very funny. Um, obviously, um, Adam West, um, Conan O'Brien have also um, sort of lent their voices and characters to it as well. Um, so there's, there's still a lot of good Lego-y stuff in it. It's just 
I don't know, it, it's that sort of GTA San Andreas to GTA 4. It's sort of a step down in the actual size of the map yeah. to, to play about in. Which annoys me a little bit, but it's still, you know, it's got a huge roster, certainly bigger than the other uh, DC LEGO games. Um, so I'm looking forward to unlocking all of those and seeing where it all goes. But it, it's good fun, so I'll, I'll be doing with that, uh, doing something with that at some point as well. Um, I have some reviews um, coming up. Um, I've got some review copies of Digimon All Star Rumble, which Woo! Dan is probably the only big fan of. Um, <laughs> but be, Digimon's awesome. I'll be reviewing that. Um, it looks quite cool. It looks like. Basically, looks like Smash Bros. but with Digimon. Yeah, so it looks pretty decent. Um, I'll be. Uh, it's out next week, uh, and the review copy was sent last week, but it still hasn't come yet. So should should be here any day now. Hopefully before uh, Tuesday. Um, and I also have Tales of Hearts R for the PlayStation Vita. Um, that's also been sent out. Uh, I don't actually know when that comes out. If I'm honest. Oh, don't ask me, I don't know. It's, well, someday. Um, but I'm quite looking forward to that. It's Japanese RPG, so I, I like those. Yeah. Um, and it's something to play on my Vita. So <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. makes something, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> I actually charged uh, it the other day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, actually, speaking of sort of handheld consoles and stuff, um, you've just got the Galaxy Note 4. Oh, yeah, shit, no. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> Yeah, um, which I'm also due to be getting over the next... I think my contract, or like my update upgrade date, was like today. or It was either 16th or 19th, I can't remember. Um, but either way, Callum's got it first, so don't go into too much detail, but what do you think? How's, how's it going? I'll be honest, um, I've just come from a Note 3. Well, I tell a lot, I've come from an iPhone 4 because my Note 3 broke. <laughs> so I was using my iPhone 4 for a couple of weeks. Um, but... In all fairness, coming from a Note 3 to a Note 4, it's not an initial wow factor other than the screen. The screen's 2K, wow. so it's pretty fucking good. Um, camera's amazing, it's really fast. Um, the S Pen's better than last time. Um, and it, it's genuinely really, 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 really good. But you're going to notice it more, because uh, you've still got a Note 2, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. Um, so you're going to notice it a hell of a lot more. It's a lot thinner. Um, it's even though it's gone from plastic to metal, it's still very light. Um, it's not as bulky; it's a lot easier to hold. Um, like I say, it's really fast. Um, screen's phenomenal, um, and I love it. Um, yeah. I knew I was going to love it before I even got it because it's a Note, and I genuinely think the Note series is probably the best uh, phone series available at the moment. Yeah, well, I, you know I agree with that, um, but I, I am quite looking forward to getting it. The trouble is, though, obviously you've had quite a few issues with getting it delivered to you. Yeah. Um, so, providing that I can sort of bypass all of that third-party bullshit, um, you know, I am I'm quite looking forward to it. Um, but just out of curiosity, how did you actually break your Note 3? Um, I may have possibly dropped it in the toilet. Now, I want people to bear that in mind, okay? Because when I used to work um, for a company who was selling contracts for Vodafone, just sort of like general cold calling and all that sort of stuff, I didn't like it. I hated the job, which is why I was eventually... Well, I, I wasn't fired from that one, but I was, it was either me go or they let me go. So it was, yeah. it was one or the other was going to happen eventually, so I thought, fuck it. Um, but one of the things that, obviously, you have to do is to try and sell insurance with it. And the, the go-to insurance line is... What if you drop it down the toilet? And everyone goes, Poof, not that stupid. Who the fuck drops a phone down the toilet? And it's just like, well, yeah, it happens actually quite a lot. However, I fixed it. 
you did, and I'm quite impressed with the fact that you did. And but I'm... well, this is the thing, right? Uh, what's actually happened with my Note Three is um, I dropped down the toilet quite a long time ago, and um, because it's so big, it didn't actually submerge, which was which was a blessing. <laughs> and if it had dive, dive, dive. <laughs> if it had actually landed horizontally, it wouldn't have fit down the toilet anyway. So, <laughs> no, just landed on a great big steamy poo. <laughs> possibly, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I took it apart, I fixed it, um, and it, it carried on working up until a few weeks ago. And um, what's actually happened is it works, but I can't see like the screen's just pitch black as if it's locked. Um, but if I plug it into the TV, I can see it and if it's working fine. So I took it apart again, and the um, I shouldn't say this really, but the. Uh, <laughs> The um, like the tabs that basically set the white, and when they get water damaged, they turn red. Yeah. And they're still white, so I don't actually think it is from me dropping it. It could just be maybe like an impact thing. Possibly. Um, I mean, like I had, when it, when it did this, I was literally unlocked it to read a text, and then it just went black. Um, so I hadn't dropped it or anything at that point. And uh, so I googled it, and it's quite a lot of people have had this issue. Um, so I am actually taking it back because um, it's still got about 18 months warranty on it. So if it's providing it is a hardware fault, um, and if they try and fob me off and say like it's water damage, but like, I'll tell you fucking bollocks now because I've opened the fucking <laughs> and I go well it's void. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, providing it's a hardware fault, we should just get a replacement anyway. That's pretty good. Um, unfortunately, it wasn't technically my phone. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that is also true. Um, um, but you know, if you send it off to Envirophone or you know one of those sort of companies that will take sixty it off you. quid. What really? Yeah. Jesus Christ! Still about two fifty in shop. Uh, hundred and hundred and sixty if it's working. Um, and if it, I suppose you could class it as not working. Well, if it doesn't work, then yeah, that's it's pretty 50, much it. 50, 60 quid. Jesus Christ. It's ridiculous. Well, it is, but if you've already paid the tariff off for it, it's 60 quid for nothing, isn't it? Well, I haven't, have I? Well, no, true, but you get the, you've got the handset now anyway that you want, so it doesn't really matter too much. Oh, yeah, because it's not mine. Because <laughs> I had the Note 2. Uh, my girlfriend had the Note 3. I wanted the Note 3. <laughs> so I had her Note 3. And then um, my contract for the Note 2 ran out, got the Note 4. So technically she would be having the Note 3 back. Seeing as she's ah. dropped the Note 2 and smashed the screen. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you pair of fucking useless. Yeah, I <laughs> and I haven't, got a, I haven't got a case for mine yet. Oh, so I'm like carrying it around in a sock. <laughs> <laughs> with shin pads. <laughs> yeah. But that's one thing I was really disappointed with. The Note 4 is the fact that it's not dust or waterproof. Well, waterproof is only relative, really, I suppose. I mean, the only time that, for most people, waterproof would really come into play would be if you dropped it in the toilet. Or when you're walking and it starts raining. Well, I'm pretty sure the Note 2 isn't supposed to be waterproof, and I've had it in my pocket when it's raining. It doesn't make any difference. Yeah, but, like, most other phones come with it as standard now. Yeah. Like, especially Sony phones. Um, iPhones will never be any kind of resistant because they make more money on their Apple insurance than they do on actual handsets. Yeah, well, we've said it before, they they know what they're doing with their yeah, business plans. Yeah, it's fucking smart. People are stupid. It fucks people over. 
But yeah, if people are stupid enough to go and buy them, then that's entirely up to them. I mean, my, ironically, my my Note Two was insured, um, but it was insured for phones for you who have gone bust. Yeah. So there's no insurance on it anymore. Oh well. Oh well. I got no four. <laughs> Fuck everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Well, as long as it's good, that's that's. Yeah, it's really good. I'd recommend it. Good. Go out and buy it, people. Tomorrow. Right now. Oh, yeah, right now. Go for it. (laughs) Anyway, we've rambled on long enough. Say goodbye, Dan. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Oh, yes.